previously on D&D&D. In like the books I have, it was talking about how there's like another like dimension that is like basically this dimension, but like a mirror of it. Dose like, worlds. Yeah, is yeah. it world two? Probably. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so but, our objective is to find world two? Yeah, like how to get in there so that but we how- can then go to the beacon and then fix it. In world two? Yes, where there's not orcs. But how would that right fix now, it in world one? I don't know. I guess there's only one way to find out. I put my arms out. Yep. <laughs> I open myself to the north. Cool. I raise both my arms in exultation to praise to the light that she gives when full. Wait, did you go to the south? Aren't you supposed to turn to the south? I turn around to the south. <laughs> Here, maybe start over. In okay. Case oh, Jesus. <laughs> so confusing. Okay. I open myself up to the north Ooh. and open my arms up. And, go, then, yeah. and then I turn to the south. Yeah, good job. Great job. And I open my arms. And then she restarts, prepares to restart her journey. Mm-hmm. Finally, a deep, reverent bow. And then I bow. Good. You Good skipped bow. a step again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> here, dude. Okay, here. What am I skipping? Let me see. Let me see. Somebody tell me what to do. First, open to the north. Okay. okay I put, fourth time's a charm. I open my arms. No, 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 no. no. Just out. open yourself to the north. I just. Not sure what that stand means. But. to the. I, I Maybe it's like an square my shoulders. Thing. Okay. And I think to myself, I am opening myself up to the north. Cool, cool. Now, raise both your arms in exultation and praise that light. I praise the light that the moon gives me. Good God. And then uh, open to the south. Okay, and I turn around and... I, just your heart, though. Just, just your heart and your shoulders, I guess. Okay. Okay. I open. Maybe put the arms down, is I, what I'm saying. Put my arms down Okay. turn to the south. Mm-hmm. And okay. think I open myself up to the south. And then do the bow thing. Deep, deep. And then I bow deeply. Yeah. The door's open. Yeah! (laughs) One for three, guys. (laughs) The doors kind of creak and they open and they reveal a a foyer of a elaborate temple. Like, you definitely feel like you are walking into a temple. There is, it's like the forest temple in Zelda. There's vines growing over the, over the stone walls. Everything is very carved and placed by intelligent hands. Everything looks like it's supposed to be there. You're no longer in, like, stuff carved out of rock. Like, this is a structure that was put here on purpose. And it's definitely overgrown, and you can't really tell if there's anybody else here, but this was something that was here for a purpose. Nice craftsmanship here. And at the opposite end of this chamber, there's a round stone door that's like a big wheel. Another door? Can we just go open it? You guys want to go open that other door? I want my cloak back. I feel like very religious. Hey, you uh, th- try and open that door then. By the way, good work. Dang, I didn't know that that would actually work. Looks like you are the most pious one here. So, who would have I'm, I'm a little moved, but this is a this is a gorgeous, beautiful place. Sabbath, does your book say anything about opening another door, or do I do the same song and dance? I mean, there's a very long, complicated spell. I'd rather just try and open the door, like spin it or 
Marjorie goes to open the door. All right, when you get up to the to the door, you notice that this is like a big stone wheel and there's like a track carved under it, so it looks like it is it can roll to one side or the other. Hey, she pushes it to the left. Make a strength roll. Yeah. 8. Nope. You can't budge it. Uh, it is wedged in place. If only I was wearing my cloak. All right, then I'll try to move the wheel to okay. the left. Stormy. Stormy. Uh, s- 10. Nope. Who's stronger out of the two of you? I'm going to try. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I'm asking because I, I can give one Ooh. of you, like, bull's strength. Ooh. And then that'll oh increase our chances happened? of... This might get crazy. Open door. I'd Walk be up. like Bjorn. Sure. Wait, should I take off my clothes? I don't want to rip my clothes. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. definitely. Okay, I'm going to take off my clothes <laughs> okay. first. Oh, no. See, this is Junior why... Junior takes off his clothes. <laughs> uh, he's wearing just the bare minimum. Stormy, this is why you were the one who did the dance. Um. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Okay, I cast bull's strength. There is no extra magic surge or anything. You cast the spell as written. What do I get? You have advantage on strength check, so roll oh, twice. Take wait, third. I don't... I didn't get giant. I'm no, because that was a mistake. Oh, wait, it was? Yeah, <laughs> yeah nobody well, else it, knows really? that that happened. Yeah. Oh. I was looking forward to this. That's a good mistake. Well, I'll move the stone, then I'm going to put my clothes on after that. Right. Yeah, yeah, so you just got naked and ruined God damn it. You roll you two have and take the better. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good the way. fucking the spell thing. Had. Okay, that, 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 that would have been a one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Juno! Alright. I'm, I'm about to go like mark this as a used fucking spell slot. God damn it. I was stronger than the seven. Yeah, I'll put my clothes back on now. Guess the little gnome bard is gonna try. I mean, I can still try too. Yeah, I have at it, elf boy. Okay. Can we like work together to push it, maybe? <gasps> oh no. <laughs> What's happening today? I rolled a one. Zabas goes to push the uh... <laughs> goes to push the stone. Uh, trips over his robes and smacks his face against the <laughs> side of the wheel, knocking a tooth loose oh. for three damage. Oh, my no. face. <laughs> so, bloody nose, loose tooth. We also have a potion of giant strength. We could give it to Flack. <laughs> sure. The potion of giant strength raises your strength to 21 for one hour. So you have a plus five, I believe, to strength. In addition to if you're skilled in athletics. Just wants to be a tough right. chicken. Here we go. Feeling strong. With a 14, <laughs> the slab rolls along the edge of yes. the... Uh, oh, rolls along the track uh, and pushes out of the way, revealing the room beyond. I was hoping it was magic, but good, good job. I roll for trap looking for... What would that be? Nice. Perception. Perception of yeah. traps. Okay. That's Unless you have seven, like a fine trap skill or anything. I don't. Okay. With a 17, you see in the next room that it's a large circular room with short like pedestals kind of arranged throughout it. On the walls of the room, there are several windows, but there's just a wall beyond it. They don't like look out anywhere. So the walls are smooth except for these like windows in four different spots. And inside each window is a carved, like, rune. And hanging from the center of the room, there's two, like, vines coming from the ceiling. They're like ropes. They go, you know, about down to Juno's chest. You can't tell where the vines originate from. They're coming out of, like, holes in the ceiling. There's no easily discernible exit. 
margarine, you can tell that there are traps in the walls somewhere, but not in the windows of the room. Okay, I tell people that. Anyone want to climb those vines? She said there's traps. There's oh, traps in the walls. In the walls. Oh, in the but walls. they're like behind like a layer of rock. Still, though, there's traps. So we just have to move these things onto the pedestals, right? Are these vines colored? Could gemstones activate them? No, they, they, the look like, they look like normal. Wait, move what things onto the pedestals? There's pedestal. runes in each one Carved of these. Carved into the windows. And then there's four Wait, pedestals, can we take those? Too. Can we remove those? No, they're like carved into the open. Oh. Do we have to sit on these pedestals in a particular order? Can we read, can we read the runes? runes? You could try. How do I try? Bitch trying. Uh, history? Ooh, 21. Oh, with the 21, uh, Marjorie, you, with your vast knowledge of being uh, a worldly older older lady, (laughs) uh, you recognize the runes as uh, corresponding to points on the compass. Hey, yo. So we got a directional direction room. But they're not right. Okay. How do we know? You okay, get, okay. You have a You're adventurers. You idea. know where. You have oh, a couple shit, of rangers boys. here. Boys what? and boys. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're the only woman here. Yeah, I know. Oh. Oh, I, it's Sorry. not important. Uh, So, Stormy, when you were dancing, mm-hmm. you nailed it with north, south, east, west nonsense, right? And that wouldn't have worked unless you were actually pointing in the right directions with your hearts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you know where north and south is. Evidently. And and from that logic, we can probably figure out where east and west is. We just got to rotate this room. We got to push the pedestals. Maybe? I don't know. We have to be able to rotate the room somehow. I was thinking hang upside down from the vine. That sounds fun, (laughs) Zappus. But that would make it so you flip the directions around, right? Then they're no. right. Just because you're upside down doesn't mean that the compass points will change. Can we move the room? Like, turn the room? Because Marjorie can to see do that something. there's levels, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, there's what level? Are they in the proper order, just it's in a, the wrong places? Yes. Correct. Okay. Um, so we have, to climb the, we have to climb the rope to... No, we don't have to climb the rope. I don't know what the rope is for yet. Or climb. We might as well try. Maybe if we... I mean, go ahead. Maybe we pull Get upside down. I'm going to climb a vine. When you go to, well, make a make a climb, make an athletics roll to see if you can climb the vine. This will That's end mean. poorly. Just let him pull the vine. Fourteen. Okay, yeah, you go up and you like jump on the vine to climb it, and it pulls as you climb it. So you don't like instead of like reaching the top, it pulls down. And as it pulls down, which vine do you pull of the four? Like if we're at the entrance, there's two, there's two vines. Of the two. Uh, when we were looking in, yeah. the left one. Okay, when you pull on that one, the whole room shifts to the left. The room just keeps turning as you're pulling on it. And I'm gonna, you see, I'm gonna let go when it gets to the right place. <laughs> you see the the opening through the north north section reveal itself through the through the window into another room. And it it seems like there's sunlight coming through this room. Weirdly enough, how do we get to that room? I pick up a rock and throw it. It goes through the opening. Hey! Whoa. Oh. I guess we go through the opening? Sure. Yeah. I forgot to pick up my bell. Damn it. That thing was gone. <laughs> you go through the opening and you're in, it seems like you're outside. This is so crazy to you guys that like you climb through this opening in this like hidden cave temple. You know that you're inside, deep inside like a mountain range, but suddenly it's as if you're outside. 
and before you is a hedge with an opening through it. And deeper in that, you see more hedge. Guys. Yeah. There's a fucking hedge maze. Let me guess. In, in, the, in, the, in the book. There's like a maze. We could get super lost in here. Ooh. Like, I'm nervous about going inside, but I don't know. What if we tie an, the end of a rope to one person who stays back? and then... I don't think it's going to What if we cast some levitate? <gasps> Le- I can't levitate just up or down. I keep yeah, you can levitate just straight you. up and then see, see what yeah, and see the the overview try. of the maze. You know, what if we all stand on each other's shoulders? What if we use fireball? Whoa, whoa, hang on, I don't now. burn the shit down. What if? What Let's if... start with levitate. Okay, I'm levitating. Do you know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, let me make sure I have. Okay, it's better work. All right, I cast levitate on Juno. Okay, Juno levitates up. What do I see? You see a huge hedge maze. Before you know, stretched out before you, between the kind of pitch that you're at, like the level that you're at, since you're since you're like at the peak of like a triangle, you can't completely discern the correct path because it kind of gets mixed up. You could try to roll, I guess, to see if you can figure this out, but it's going to be real. Do it. Real can we all hard. stand under him and push him up? Uh, what kind of roll? I guess perception or insight. Perception. It's a perception roll. Uh, 25. Oh. Close. What? Close. But you miss it. Damn it. You can't, you, you can't, you get, you're like following it. You're like, okay, up and left and then over and then straight and then right and then left. But then eventually you lose it. Like it, it, this hedge maze stretches for a ways and you kind of lose it in like the reflection of the sunlight. Okay, so I'm guessing, does the spell wear off, or I just am I up there for a bit? What do you see? I can't quite see the end. There's, there's so much of it. Do you see any life or anything within the maze that you can see? Do I see any monsters or life or Any animals? minotaurs? <laughs> I don't see anything. All right. Just the maze. While you're up there, there's like a breeze. Uh-oh. And you hear in the wind <laughs> a kind of feminine sound. <laughs> like, like a like song, it, like like not a song, not quite a laugh, but but you, you you perceive this as like a voice on the wind, kind of. It's it's a melodic sound in your ears with the wind that's coming across, and it's barely perceptible. Does it feel magical? Do I feel like an emotion with it? Make a check. Gotcha. Arcana for magic or nature, I guess, whichever one you're better in. Eighteen. Yeah, you, you you get the sense that there is something otherworldly about this sound. I hear a woman's voice. It's otherworldly. I hear a sound on the wind. Um, Seems to be good. I think it might be a dryad. And it says, this person's journal entry says they called out in the language of the woods for the dryad to show herself. I don't know what the language of the woods is. Anyone know a woods language? I don't. I'm guessing I love the woods, Sylvan? but I don't know the language. I, I know Sylvan. I know Sylvan. You yeah, are of the yell, woods. yell for like, hey, dryer here. Oh, try all your new skills. What was, the, what was the word you just said? Dryad. Dryad. Hey, dryad. What I up? open my arms up to you. <laughs> and you're saying this in Sylvan. Sylvan. Okay, so when you call out from the bu- the hedge, the bushes that make up this hedge, uh, a kind of feminine form appears, where like. Ooh. Her hair uh, is made of like branches and trees and her clothing is all like leaves and stuff. And she's got, you know, shimmery skin, the color of like 
that that looks like uh that looks like if if wind was blowing through a tree like like the leaves kind of move that way that's like kind of what her skin is is doing and she's got very like fine uh like elven features to the extreme she comes up to you and she says uh it's been it's been so long since anybody's been here i i've been so bored uh welcome travelers am i still up there am i yep, like- you're still floating <laughs> hello hey up there hello is she speaking to us in sylvan oh in sylvan. i just hear june just hears her saying words but he's saying hello this is my buddy fletch she's a great guy <laughs> she just said no one's been here in a very long time and she welcomes us Ooh, this is good so this is a good sign. Um, excuse me, wh- what is your name? I'm the Maze. I don't really have a name. I've been put here to protect the Grove Beyond to make sure that only those who are worthy can get through. Oh, we're super... Wait, uh... We can't. I can't yeah, understand. Yeah, you can't understand. What did she, she say? She said she's here to protect the maze that lies beyond and the, the meadow and there's something else. I, I am levitate. Juno's just up there. You float gently down. I check. Oh, okay. Thank you. Collar corn. Oh, I think she, uh, she's she is the maid. I know I you like Amara, but you know oh you can get God. to know someone new. She's made of she's leaves. A she's not. She's a a spirit. What? What did you say that women made of leaves don't deserve love? It's hard to fuck them. Whoa. What? <laughs> yeah, I said Zabbis. it. That's what we're thinking. Maze, can you can you guide us? We're we're travelers. We're looking for what's beyond this maze. No, what are we looking for? We're looking for the two, we're looking for a, a two stones and a portal. You speak the language, which is a good start to prove your worth, and you're welcome to attempt the maze to see if you can get through, or I can lead you through for a small price. What's uh what's the price, Miss Maze? There's no gold or gem or or material thing that no I require as the maze. Requires. What really sustains me since it's been so long since I've uh interacted with any other uh, living creature i would like a happy memory she wants a happy memory i'm dressed as a chicken <laughs> i think if, if you were to play one of your bard bard songs yeah i think you I feel like and then and then i'll dance band. okay okay oh yeah, yeah yeah here we'll give you a damn no, good guys, memory it's so much more fucked up go no, hold on. no guys it's so much more fucked Just up go on a date wait, wait zavis what's happening she needs is in the book. Oh, oh that's wait. right. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh. Does she get to keep it? She yeah, well, it's not ours needs anymore. a memory of ours that we already have. And then she gets to keep. And we, we don't, don't have it. any. I mean, some fucked up shit's happened to me. But, but like, it, has to, be it has to be a happy memory. You can't just give I her all your trauma back. and baggage. What if I give her the memory of meeting Amara? What? Oh, oh, oh. shit. That's a happy memory, and I haven't really felt love in like two hundred years. So, and you're willing to just give that up? But you were so excited. Does anybody else have anything? No, to I don't want to give out. You can do that. I mean, I, it's I, too I, existential I, for me. I I'll do, pass. but I, I, I have so few. I don't want to give them up. I'm sorry. I mean, you're so willing to. Yeah, you to jumped on it. that. So I was just thinking that's like the only happy memory I have right now. Does it have to be a Wait. memory from just one of us, or is it, does it have to be oh, a shared God. memory from all of us to get us all through the maze? Can you clarify? Yeah, can I, hey, Miss Maze, can I clarify? Uh, does it have to be a memory from just one of us or the entire party? The maze responds, well, that depends on the, the strength of the memory and how long I feel I can sustain myself off of its joy. If maybe one great memory can 
suffice or if, if five medium memories are required. It, it depends on what, what uh, you're willing to, to offer me. You're welcome to try the maze on your own. Uh, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that either. Fletch, if you volunteered to do this, the one thing that we can say is that we know because of what you told us about Amara, we could reintroduce you to her. We could create that spark again. She likes you. You you would like her again. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, well, yeah, just do that, dude. Was really I feel like it's a pretty good loophole. Okay. Yeah, you'll, you'll have it again. I yeah. will say the guy who did this before, mm-hmm. like, made it through <laughs> without giving up a memory. Like, he lived. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah, but, I mean, like, if we but, put but our think, hand you know what? Let's, re- let's look at this in a positive way. You I'll can. I'll be quiet. It's the chicken's talking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know how great it was to meet her for the first time and yeah. feel that love. You'll get to do that again, dude. You just have to remember. It's like watching your favorite me. movie for the first time again. Okay, we're kind of cheating the system here, and I like it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, are I, we are we discussing cheating the system like right in front of? Sure, but I will. She can't roll my understand us. She doesn't know this language. And my yeah, we don't know that. <laughs> my, my sixteen deception should be alright. Yeah, between the fact that she doesn't understand. Oh yeah. Oh, she and, doesn't even understand that shit. Yeah, we're safe. You're, she, as far as as far as the maze is concerned, you're discussing what memories to give up. Cool. Which Martin, are? Are I feel agreement? like you're, you're you're one person who's going to advocate for Stormy in a way that some other people might not hear. How do you feel about this? I don't know. You can put your hand on the wall in a maze and just keep walking. And eventually you'll get out. Oh, I don't think it works like that. It is, it's yep. magic. <laughs> it's a magic maze. But... And you know what's not magic? The trust I have in my hand. You're telling me that's not going to work. All right, fucking do the memory. <laughs> Just, hey, uh, can yeah, you d- cry when you tell her that you're willing to give up on it? Yeah, try not to dwell on the fact that, like, we're totally cheating the system here. Also, um, do maybe consider the fact that this is a uh, complete molestation of your mind. Miss Mays? Yes, have you decided? Yes, because I speak your language and because I feel that we, I can help you um, sustain yourself, I am willing to give up a memory. Splendid. Uh, and she like walks over to you and she like puts her hands on your head and her fingers kind of like grow like plants like around your head and like encircle your head in a twist of branches and vines and leaves and stuff. And you suddenly feel this rush of wind in your face and then you're in a void and you see across from you amara describe kind of what you fletch felt when you first saw her it was like waking up in in a brisk morning uh and feeling like walking outside into the trees and smelling the most freshest air you've ever smelled before never ever have i felt that kind of smell or feeling uh and because i haven't felt something like this in 200 years i was just like i was stunned and i just couldn't i the uh, from the moment i saw her i couldn't stop thinking about her as you're describing this like a garden kind of grows around this image of amara uh but from the like platform of light that she's standing on and as you kind of describe the feelings that you have the flowers kind of grow and bloom and create this kind of like canopy around her but then the vines start to shrivel and die and the flowers wither away and the platform of light that she's standing on starts to retreat away from you 
and fade into the void. As it does, you struggle to hang on to what that feeling was like, and even what Amara looks like. By the time the image fades back into nothingness, you no longer have any recollection of Amara, the person, the concept, the feelings. You go back to having never had this love at first sight feeling in 200 years, and by the time you awaken to see the maze dryad standing before you, you don't know what happened. The only thing you know is that you made an exchange with the maze in order to get through it. But you don't know what that was. You just know that you made the deal and now she'll lead you through. And she says, it's right this way. And she mo- motions into the maze. What just happened? He, does he know that he lost a memory? You know that you made a deal. Oh, okay. Um, is it over? Yeah. Oh, all right. Do you remember anything? I said, I'll make this deal for my memory. That's it? And then she said, here's the way. Hey, yo. So. (laughs) What? Describe love. Yeah, describe love. (laughs) Describe love? I don't know. I can't. I don't know what. Oh, guys. I don't know what. I. Well, it worked. Let's go. We'll, Uh, We'll help you get back there. So the dryad leads you through the maze, and that it takes uh, a couple hours to kind of wind your way through. The journey through the maze is kind of refreshing after the caverns and stuff that you were through. Uh, you see butterflies and flowers and hear birds. It's really invigorating for you to be in this space, and the the plant life as the dryad walks through the maze kind of comes to life a little bit and kind of moves around and follows her in a way. All of you are kind of like refreshed by this journey. Go back to full hit points. Zabus, you can get your spell slots back. Uh, All of us get spell slots back? Yeah, but the buff that Koirum cast on you is gone. Fuck. Oh, I actually went down like a lot of points. (laughs) We all did. I need a new pen. So you get through the maze. Uh, The dryad leads you through. It takes a while. You have this kind of weird invigorating feeling as you do. But all the while, Fletch, you have this kind of indescribable sense that something's missing but you can't nail it down you can't put a finger on it you don't understand what this feeling is but you still feel as though it's it's that feeling like if you go somewhere and you feel like you forgot something forgot something yeah yeah when you get to the other side of the maze the maze dryad thanks you says it was a nice nice to have someone in the maze after so long bids you good luck and hopes that you are worthy to make it through to the grove itself and then she Kind of waves a hand, and a bunch of vines that were covering a wall disappear and reveal a door. Thank you. Thanks. When, when, guys, when do we tell him? I don't think we do. Yeah, we don't. Just, I mean, I guess if it was meant to be, it'll happen, you know? What are you guys talking about? Let's uh, let's try the door. Just, just go. The door opens, and you're in another room, and the door at the opposite end end of this room is covered in a crisscross of different colored vines, and all along the walls of this room are flower bulbs of different colors that correspond to the colors on the vines. Alright, baby, I know how this one goes. And Marjorie, she gets her flint out. Okay. And I I remember the, I remember what color it was that I interacted with before, but I don't. 
Margarine does. Beth doesn't. <laughs> sure. So you remember the color. Roll to see if you remember. Oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, also, I know. Well, then I, just say it. I wrote it down. I rolled a one. Well, so you, you pull out so the flint she... and you're like, I need to do something with this. <laughs> she squats down at a green bulb arbitrarily, but doesn't do anything yet. She's just getting ready to help. I don't think there are green bulbs. Well, she's... The there are. There are. Up. There are? What? Nothing happened. I didn't do anything. Right. I remember earlier that Zaba said that the blue bulbs reacted to metal, the pink ones to gems, the yellow ones to sunlight, and the red ones to rage. rage. Hey, Margarine, you pissed at me still for being a chicken? <laughs> Uh, you want this? You want this chicken coat back? What are you trying to do, huh? Do you want this chicken coat? What are you back? trying I'm to do? I'm just asking. Do you want it? Yeah. But you can't have it. You son of a bitch. Don't you do this to me? No, no. Before we do, you fuck you. Before we do that, we gotta figure out a plan. You're not even worth this feather jacket. I thought we were a team. Oh, you know what? I was just saying all that shit. I never wanted to be on a team with you. This is this is really hurting Marjorie. She has anxiety about that because of her past experiences. That might be too much. Oh my! Is he triggering you? Is he triggering Zabbis? How is Marjorie responding, though? What emotions is Marjorie feeling at this taunting? Oh, oh, very, very hurt. Hurt how, though? First, she is pissed. I wouldn't say that she's, like, raging by any means, but she's definitely pissed at... at, I uh, ripped the jacket off of uh, Flack, (laughs) and I throw it on the ground. I cast Fireball at it. (laughs) Oh! Oh! Okay, well, now, Fireball's a here's lot. the thing with Fireball. <laughs> hey, everybody, Russell here with a few quick mid-game announcements, and then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 22 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D&Dpod on Twitter and D&D&Dpod on Instagram, or email us at D&D&Dpod at gmail.com. Thanks to everyone who's tweeted about the show, people like David Eads, at eu underscore ftw77 on Twitter, who says, I never expected to get so invested in the story of someone else's D&D campaign, but here I am on episode 13 and I can't wait to hear what's next. Side note, I've never played D&D and only recently discovered an interest in it via a friend. So when some of my all-time favorite content creators, Practical Folk, started a D&D podcast, I was immediately intrigued. Well, thank you, David. Thanks for being a fan, and thanks for following us to D&D. We really appreciate it. This was a kind of a risk that we took doing this project, and I'm really happy that people have followed us to it and have been so kind and appreciative as we've struck out on this new adventure. No pun intended. And thank you to Kat at JustCaitlin12 on Twitter, who says, How isn't D&D&D pod more popular? Honestly, on the newest episode, and I don't know what I'm going to do with my life after this. Love all the talent behind the mics. Well, thank you, Kat. We don't know why we're not more popular either. And if you want to help us get more popular, you can obviously tweet about the show the way that Kat and David have, or you can leave a review on the podcast app of your choice, particularly iTunes. Uh, That really helps us out so that people looking for new podcasts can hear from listeners like you what you think of the show. Yeah, and just in general, tell your friends. We really appreciate it. That's it for me. Let's get right back to it. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh no, we're all going to have to like take damage. Yeah, uh, it's not a huge room. No. So, <laughs> uh, let me look up the radius of Fireball. Oh, this is going to do it. Oh. <laughs> well, this makes Beth mad. I love that cloak. Uh, it's, a, it's 20 yeah, feet, so it. everybody make a dexterity <laughs> saving throw, oh. including... I rolled a nat no. 20. 24. Okay, so Fletch and Flack are good. <laughs> 13. 16 for me. Your spell save DC is 15. 16 as well. Oh, I see. 15, yeah. Yeah, so um, oh. so Zabas fails the save. Shit. The only one. Juno succeeds. Shit. <laughs> Fletch and Flack succeed. And Marjorie succeeds. And Marjorie has that ability where you like totally get out of the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even though the rest of you still take half the damage that Zabbos is about to roll mm. with 8d6. Oh, what? Oh, no. <laughs> Are you kidding? That's the spell. The lowest possible amount wow. that, she'll take is, or that he'll take is 8. If he, he rolls six. all once. Uh, no, I'm good. Ready? I didn't oh, think no. this through. <laughs> <laughs> I just did what felt right. Wait, I'm you need still... two. Wait, don't you need two more? 8d6? 8d6. Fuck. Uh oh. Here, I'll just. It's okay. 23. Oh. So. I'm yeah, so <laughs> Zabas just knocks herself out. Margarine's fine. The rest of you take 15 damage. But all of the red vines on the door recede. I assume that the rest of you are pissed off at this oh! and so all the red vines that are covering the door recede and all the red flowers open and they are these giant brilliant and gorgeous Marjorie flowers doesn't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> what does the cloak look like cloak's fine oh, <gasps> oh the relief oh the joy i, I grab it and no! put it back on <laughs> oh margin goes and she grabs she grabs the cloak and she's pulling it off of you Oh, she's ripping it off of you. Do we have to do a strength check? Yes. Or, yeah, roll roll opposing strength check. Damn it. I rolled a one. Oh, <laughs> Marjorie gets the cloak back. <laughs> Wait, have have her roll in case she gets a one, too. Oh, sure. No, yeah. I rolled it. I rolled oh, a four. Oh, you, yeah, you got four. So okay. six. Okay. Great. <laughs> so Marjorie gets the cloak back. Oh, 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 she, who's the chicken now? Puts <laughs> it around her. Are you guys fucking... doing this over Zavis's body? Yeah, Zavis I'm, gonna... I'm just imagining I was like, <laughs> trying to just like, <laughs> like, like, knock me out. And like, 
<laughs> I just on the ground, it like ricocheted off the walls and like just knocked Sabasu me out. Fireballs. Yeah. I'm gonna stabilize Zabas. Nobody touch him. I'm sorry. I'm gonna do it. No, we need to. Uh uh-uh. uh. Margarine stands over Zabas hey. and picks up the book. Hey, margin, 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 margin. No. Listen, 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 listen. Do you see these beautiful red flowers, Margarine? See these beautiful red flowers. No, no, She's no. Just flipping but do you the see book. that? Hey, we did that together as a team. Don't you were really you mean. Got you yeah, were so. Yeah, it was. It was for it, it, the reason I did that was to get her mad, to open up these flowers, because I knew that the power of our Full friendship of would be able to resolve no, you this didn't. afterward. You, s- you told me that you cared. Marjorie, you gotta listen here. You told me that we were a team, and you're telling me all of a sudden that that's not true. But now I'm saying but it I'll is I'll do this true. by myself. Marjorie, here, here's a hint, though. Where is it? One of them reacts to metal. You got, you got that metal business card from Gorin, and we know we're not actually going to visit you him. Should so say you should say that. She does I'm mean gonna something to you. I'm going to visit him by myself. And you're you not, do mean something. I said we're a team. Found it. Where's the knife? Okay. You're not even Marjorie, listening to me anymore. <laughs> Marjorie grabs a sword or a, a dagger out of her belt okay. and bends down to put the... N- silver knife against a blue bulb the bulb opens and the blue flowers bloom and the blue vines on the door recede she puts the knife back into her pocket and then she goes into her other pocket and she pulls out the other white gemstone puts it up against a pink bulb pink flowers open and the pink and she looks around looking for sunlight you don't see any she puts her wait uh, she puts her helmet down you don't see any visible sources of sun do we have (gasps) She's mad. It'd be a good time to have that mirror that we left. Is Zavis stabilized? Yeah, you stabilized Zavis. How do we bring him back? Figure or something out. I, I could do some cure wounds. Okay. Oh, sure. Yeah, I got I got some laying on of hands. Question. Yes. There were a couple owl bear feathers in my cloak. Yep. Are they okay? They're okay. Really? Yeah. Huh? In, in fact, they seem a little bit more vibrant than they used to be. No kidding. As you're looking at them. Uh, Wait, can I'm... I do a check on my cloak to see if anything has changed? Sure. Arcana. Yeah, you're trying to inspect a magic item. 19. Uh, yeah, in fact, you notice that there are m- more owl bear feathers than you remember there being. Weirdly enough, they're in like clusters of like three or two or, or four where you sewed the ones in that you had. It's like weird in your head. You're like, was that how many there were? Or how many? It seems odd to you. Huh. Zebus. Gains back 15 HP after cure wounds. And also, also 9, 16, 21 additionally. Wow. Oh, so Zavis is back I'm... to full health. Yeah, Whoa. and awake. whoop de doo Oh, we're still in here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, maybe we should apologize to Marjorie. I tried to. She I'm sorry it worked. <laughs> Fair enough. I want to be a team that doesn't always put product over process. I just, you know, we care. how would you we have gotten them open? We should care about feelings. I don't know. All right, but how would you have uh, gotten those vines off? You don't open rage flowers by being polite. But how many colored vines are left? Is it just you the only yellow? have the yellow, the yellow one? Sunlight. Hey, you got any sunlight spells? I press the digitation. Can I make sunlight? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Do it. Okay, I can do that. Are you prestidigitating the image of like a little sun? Oh, I didn't. Uh, yes. <laughs> Ball of plasma? Yeah. A miasma. No, it's a miasma. of <laughs> incandescent plasma, and it floats in the room, and it's cute and tiny. When you do that, the yellow flowers bloom, and the yellow vines retreat, revealing an opening uh, into a corridor. Marjorie silently walks in. Marjorie forging ahead down the corridor, 
walks for a little bit, and then the hallway opens up into a another cavern. But in the center of this cavern, there's like a small like lake, and there's an island in the center of this lake uh, with a series of standing stones on it. We are following Marjorie. I'm just like looking at the ground, just trying to remember what I'm missing. So this is it, right? We got to it. We did it. This must be the place. Yeah. The standing stones. That seemed easy. This is when we got to do some complicated magic, though. What do you need to do? I don't know exactly. I mean, I do know because it's in the book, but it's a lot. Here's what's going to happen. You guys are going to try to do your... Yeah. Okay. So Zabbis is looking at the book and sees that there is a spell written in this book for opening the portals at the standing stones. It's kind of an elaborate process that he needs to do to cast it correctly. It requires immense concentration, and it takes a couple minutes to do. There's uh, an incantation and gestures and kind of sprinkling of different magical items that Zabbis has as a magic user. This is what we came here for. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what other option we have. Can I check for traps first, just in case? Sure. 15. You can perceive no traps. Looks good. In the room. Zabbis, you start the spell? Mm-hmm. All right, so Zabbis starts the spell, and as he's going through the motions, uh, you start to see in the center of the stones a portal start to open. It starts about halfway up Juno, you know, like chest high on Juno. There's a you know round opening that starts to form and grow as Zabbis is performing the spell. And when it gets to about three feet, four feet wide, Fletch, your beast sense is lighten up. Oh, guys. Uh, my beast sense is going pretty wild right now. I feel like something beyond this portal. Don't interrupt my concentration. I think there's something beyond this portal that we don't know about. Do we need to be ready for battle. Zabbis continues to do the spell, and the portal continues to open. And as it does, you hear a deep, horrible snarl. And these tentacles start to come out of (laughs) the portal, followed by the open maw of the most hideous cat face you could ever see. Like leathery skin, pointed dark ears, gray, really nasty looking teeth. And as the portal starts to grow, this beast jumps out, this six-legged cat creature with tentacles sprouting from its back with like teeth on each end of the tentacle and it's kind of swirling around guarding this entrance to the portal and everybody will for initiative D&D&D is executive produced, written, and edited by me, James Gressel. Co-produced and additional mixing by Joel Arnold. Our original music is by Jeremy Nisato. Hear more of Jeremy's music at jeremynisato.com. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, and Joel Arnold. Next time on D&D&D, Zabbis' turns for this encounter are going to be a little bit different because Zabbis is casting that spell. Zabbis, as you perform the spell, your mind's eye 
what you can see in your head kind of overtakes you and you have these like visions and you feel yourself being kind of pulled into like a silvery like vortex in the direction of the portal you recognize that you're not physically moving this is something to do with your like mental state mental and emotional state so the world's like stretching before you into this like long silver kind of twisty vortex thing and then it snaps into a new space and you're in the inner sanctum at the temple at Galamathir. that's what you can see before you 